Welcome to this session of our Cultivating Resiliency for Women in Agriculture podcast series one. The Cultivating Resiliency Project develops tools for women in agriculture to recognize, adapt to, and develop positive coping strategies for life stresses. This podcast series is developed from our Cultivating Resiliency webinar sessions. I'm Megan Roberts, and I co-lead this project along with Doris Mould. Today, we feature Shauna Reitmeyer and Brenda Mack as our session hosts. Both are professionals in behavioral health with ties to farming. In today's podcast, we focus on the importance of positive relationships. We start our discussion talking again about the three-legged stool of self-care, which has been a theme throughout this podcast series. The three-legged stool includes social, emotional, and physical self-care. First, we hear from Shauna about how relationships fit into those three legs of the self-care stool. We talked about this three-legged stool and um, relationships really are foundational in two of those legs, that social piece, that connectedness, and then also around the emotional piece, which is what, how's that self-talk? How are we giving ourselves some self-compassion as well? And so relationships feed both of those. And, you know, relationships are really rooted in being healthy um, and making sure that um, we're gonna walk through how do you align your values around selecting the relationships that you have and relationships are really rooted in strong communication, safety, and aligned with those shared values. I sort of view building and maintaining relationships is that healthy relationships can be a protective factor. It can help you reduce your stress. It can increase your happiness levels. It can also be a risk factor in the sense that if you're in an unhealthy relationship, that can impact stress. It can lead to depression. And so it just want you to consider as we're going through this, how is healthy relationships a protective factor for you? And where is it potentially a risk factor mm -hmm. for you? And so as we kind of jump into this, um, when I think about relationships, it's really rooted in knowing what your values are. And we know that, you know, for some of us, we get overwhelmed or we, we talked a little bit about with our self-care when we overcommit to certain things. How do we make decisions based on our values? So I'm going to walk you through a process that you can use to start coming up with what are your own personal core values? And you can use this core values exercise to evaluate existing relationships and can be used in helping determine where do you want to invest your time in new relationships. And so it really starts with take the experiences that you've had. Walk through some of those times when you've had really positive experiences. And what, what were they? Um, you know, did you walk out of that experience with someone um, positive? Did you get energized? Were you, did your cup get full? You know, did you, were you able to have a really, you know, deep 
conversation where the person listened to you. You felt like you were um, engaged with that person. Um, and so in those circumstances, your values were probably honored. In times where you walked out of that relationship and it was not, you know, enjoyable, you felt exhausted, that, you know, boy, we weren't just, we weren't connecting. The values that you have were probably suppressed. And so you can use those past experiences to start putting words to what those are. And so start thinking about in those kinds of experiences, what is the most important to you beyond like the basic living needs? We all know we need shelter, we need food, we need, you know, sleep and some of those values that are important to us. Think about what are those other things that are not basic to, to just survival um, that are important to you. And many times those values can be categorized into various themes like, you know, accountability, responsibility, timeliness, kind of all kind of go together. Um, connection, belonging, relationships. So when, go through your list, write them all down, check them off, um, and then you can start categorizing them. And so when once you've narrowed down those, those values and you have five to ten, you know, look at what are those values. So let's go back to the connection, belonging, and relationships. All right. So you've got some themes. You're lining up this value. And I'm going to decide that connection is really the one that stands out for me out of the three. However, those other values like belonging and relationship really support connection. So I can come up with a sentence or a statement around, for me, connection is to have meaningful relationships with people where I feel I belong. So if that's happening, then I know I have connection. Um, and so the next step is once you've identified that is test your value. Does it resonate with you? Is it consistent with, with the scenarios that you've been placed in, with the decisions that you've made, and how does it make you feel? But it's very normal in relationships that you have different, different you know, values. Um, and it's a great exercise to walk through with your partner, with your spouse, or whomever, is to, because this can be an area where you really focus in on communication as well. And I think finding that common ground. Yes. That where are your values with the person you're in a relationship? Where are those aligned? Because mm -hmm. I think it's always great to start where you have that in common and then build on that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as we, you know, dive into just relationships, you know, there are the difference between healthy and unhealthy relationships. And when we think about a healthy relationship, they have these characteristics of open communication. There is trust that's been established. You have mutual respect with each other. Um, you compromise, you know, you, you come to the middle on, you know, issues or things that, that might come up and you have, 
the ability to make decisions equally within your household and um you know there's boundaries you know you know when 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 it's okay um to you know to reach out and when it's not okay um within that relationship and these characteristics um you know are in all types of relationships and some of these types of relationships might cross you might have a relationship that hits multiple types so you can have a your family you know your extended family and you might have more you know intimate relationship with a family versus and you might or a casual relationship now when i use the word intimacy you know for some people they think it's just a romantic or a sexual um you know connotation to that when really it's about how well are you connecting? Are you able to go in what I use this analogy, can you go deep in a conversation with someone and have that trust and know that they're gonna be there for you and listen to you? Um, and other times you might not. Um, you have you know, friendships that might be casual. You might have, um, uh, you know, a friendship where it's a much more intimate relationship. Same with your spouse. You know, you might have, you might be very intimate with your spouse on all levels of that continuum of intimacy um, where you wouldn't with somebody else. Um, and I can't forget about, you know, we talk so much about self-care, the relationship that we have with ourselves. So don't forget to you know communicate with yourself you know to respect yourself in in who you are because you need to be full you need to, to have self-care because you're one part of a relationship as well there's also unhealthy relationships and it's the same types of relationships that that you have but some things to be thinking about are the characteristics of what an unhealthy relationship is and that can be you know there's criticism there isn't communication um there's a loss of intimacy you know that that connection that um uh passive aggressive um behaviors that you're seeing that trust has been broken in a relationship or they're hostile and there's many more that you know we could be listing as you shared from a healthy perspective there's others that would that would come up and so here's the thing as relationships grow over time and have different scenarios or circumstances that happen is that there may be times when a relationship might experience some unhealthy characteristics um, and how the relationship addresses those will determine whether they stay unhealthy or whether they shift and now you become healthy one of the things to think about though in your relationship is that if you have a lot of these characteristics in your relationships or all of these are present in your relationship then that's where you really want to start checking against your values what is your value in your relationship and who you are and do these align now we're not in any means advocating 
you know, um, uh, a path of, you know, do you stay in relationships or not? Those are personal decisions that each one of you would be making. But what we're hoping is we're giving you some tools for you to evaluate that, to make whatever decisions that you need to make. Anything else, Brenda, that you want to add in this? I don't, I don't think, think so, so right now. So then here's the piece, too, that, you know, we would be, I think, a little remiss if we didn't bring up is that so if a relationship is unhealthy and your relationship experiences any of these areas that are um, part of the power and control is being kind of exerted over you, that you feel you don't have your own power and your own control in these areas, it may be a sign that you are in an abusive relationship. And we also like to share this just so that you're, you have some awareness in case you know of somebody who yes. you have this like sixth sense or intuition in your gut that, you know, they're not in a healthy relationship. Just wanted to raise some awareness about mm -hmm. patterns of abuse happen in cycles. And there are times where you may feel like the abuse is is over or um, is things are smooth and without addressing um, these issues, it can go on and on potentially for your friend. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a heavy subject to it, talk about. It, it really it's is. a heavy subject. And yet, again, I think we just would feel, right. we'd be remiss if we didn't at least address it a little right. bit on this call. Thanks for joining us on this Cultivating Resiliency for Women in Agriculture podcast series one. In this session, we learned about relationships from families, friends, casual relationships to romantic relationships to the relationship we have with ourselves. All these types of relationships can be positive and all these types of relationships can become negative. Do you have shared healthy values with the people you consider your closest relationship to? Do you have signs of unhealthy relationships? In the months since this webinar was recorded to now, our world has changed due to the pandemic. The ways many of us kept in contact with those outside our household are now strained as we have had to adapt to social distancing. But phone calls, emails, video chat, and more are all possibilities as our in-person face-to-face relationship tools are put on hold. We hope you find ways to keep connected. This project is a collaboration of American AgriWomen, District 11 AgriWomen, University of Minnesota Extension, Women in Ag Network, and the Upper Midwest Agricultural Safety and Health Center, UMASH. You may find the recordings for an entire webinar series on the UMASH or American AgriWomen websites under Cultivating Resiliency. Our next podcast is part two of our focus on relationships, where we talk about ways to improve relationships through active listening, conflict resolution, and other strategies.